This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. You take the blue pill. The story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland. And I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Remember, all I'm offering is the truth, nothing more. Okay, here we go. Maybe too fast. Nah, it's fine. Okay. Woo! Are my levels good? Alright, here we go, guys. Season 18. Episode, episode 1. Ah, start this over again. You give me the reason. You give me control. I gave you my purity, but my purity you stole. Did you think I wouldn't recognize this compromise? Am I just too stupid to realize? Sail and sand, soul, sweat, and lies, lies, lies. It comes down to this. Your kiss, your fist. The strain that gets under my skin Within Taken The extent of my sin You give me the anger You give me the nerve Carry out my sentence Well, I get what I deserve I'm just an effigy to be disgraced To be defaced Your need for me has been replaced And if I can't have everything Well then just give me a taste It comes down to this Your kiss Your fist And the strain that gets under my skin Taken Taken The extent of my sin Taken, 
your kiss, your fist, and the stain that gets under my skin. Within, take it the extent of my sin. Cool. Very last minute. Uh, thank you. Yeah, I got sick as fuck. I don't know where I came from. But my, my kids are all back in school and fucking they brought all the germs home. Uh, that's what happens, guys. Why yep. do my headphones sound so funky? Yeah. Are they on the wrong oh, side? Factories. Uh, what was it? What was that? Little fucking germ factories. Oh, yeah, exactly. Germ factories! Um, what is going on this week, guys? A lot is going on this week. A lot is going on this week. It is Gears of Five week. It is It week. It is, uh, what else? I think that's it. Gears Five and It are the big two things coming out this week. Yeah, yeah, sure. And like, I was contemplating going to a, I, I actually returned my IMAX It tickets to stay more local so I could be around when Gears 5 opens. Yeah. <laughs> they had to open it up. Oh, Gears 5 is coming on at 5 p.m. tomorrow for uh, people who people who bought it. Uh, watch out. Did he turn out? Yeah, people, um, people who bought uh, Gears of War 5, um, I don't know, man. They're going to be able... We're going to be able to play it tomorrow I think 5 p.m. or is it, fuck, one, no. Yeah, 5 and or 9 p.m. I'm going to a, a 6.30 showing of, oh, shit, what was that? Uh, okay, so 5, no, 6 or 5 p.m. Are you there now? I'm going to Yeah, I'm here. Okay, cool. I'm going to a uh I'm going to a 6:30 showing of It 2 tomorrow. No, 6 p.m. showing of It 2 tomorrow night. And and that and that's down at the Icon Theater at their biggest theater there. So, I'm going to a sort of uh normal theater to see that. Well, uh, Icon is 
fancy one with all the ice cream and shit, though, right? Yeah. So I'm going to go to Chili's, though, to get a burger. Or maybe some ribs beforehand. Chili's? Yeah, it's right down the street. <clears throat> There's still Chili's around? Hell yeah, dude. There's like three Chili's that I know of. I thought but they went out of business. No, they keep remodeling it and keep changing up their menu. Their menu is actually pretty good now. They have they have like this whole thing where you can pick like three different sides. It's basically three meals for like twelve bucks. <laughs> oh damn! <clears throat> it's a lot. You can split it for between two people. It's like a bunch you of see- appetizers. Uh, and then I'll get their um, God. They have it's called a paradise cake. So it's like a, I forget what it is. It's like triple layer bar with ice cream on it, all warmed up with fudge and uh, caramel on it. So that's pretty good. But I'm going to get the ice cream from the Icon. I already got my tickets for, yeah, 6 p.m. I was going to go to a 7 p.m. showing up in the city IMAX. I had tickets, but I returned them because I realized that the movie's two hours and 49 minutes. <laughs> Holy fuck. <laughs> I'm like, I won't be home till like, midnight. I'm like, fuck that. I want to play some Gears. So I switched them out. So I'll be home by, like, 9.15, you know, right? right. If the movie starts at 6.13, and it's 2 hours and 49 minutes, what time will I get out? 9.47? Something like that, yeah. Yeah, so, you know. Don't make me do math. It's been a long day. Man, well, well, the icon on the ticket stub itself, the digital one, you look at it, and it says start and stop time of the movie. So you're like, okay, we'll get it exactly this time. Hmm. Well, which, that's cool. Which a lot of places should start doing more. Uh, what the uh, yeah? So I haven't been to the Icon in a while. I just went to like I've been going to the AMC Prime. You know, watch when I went, I'll rate that later. But I went and saw Matrix twice there because I have the A list. You know, it's like boom, and I've noticed a lot of people are using A list but not showing up because you know it's just a free ticket. You have three free tickets open at any time. Oh, wow. So you can just reserve a spot and then not show up and it's no penalty? Uh, yeah. As far that... as I, well, you know, as far as I know, and you've, I've noticed a lot of people canceling stuff because I was like, oh, man, someone has my seat for the Matrix. And then I went back on the app again and boop, someone canceled it. Bam, took that seat. And then someone was supposed to be sitting next to me for the movie. Never showed up. <laughs> I'm like, all right, whatever. <laughs> and they probably saw you there with your backpack. Oh, probably. Yeah, all the Asians there uh, are so skittish. Just in that East Bay. Uh, was it Newark? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. You know who was on Kill Tony was a uh, the city council, like the head city council member of Newark. Got on Kill Tony Live this last Monday. I'm like, this guy's not going to have a job. He was just like, he was hammered. Oh, really? He was <laughs> fucking hammered. He was doing stand-up, but he was like, he was pretty raw. And he's like, and he was telling everyone about the mis- mu- uh, municipalities and how they work and everything. That's fascinating comedy he, right there. He Holy flew fuck. down that day to L.A. to be on Kill Tony. Maybe, because you get picked out of a bucket randomly. And actually, yeah, the, I think he's the, like, what, what's the head of the city over there? Well, there's the mayor. Not the mayor, right below the mayor. Vice mayor? <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, there's the city council, but I don't well, know yeah, if there's he was, a but he was like, the mayor. He was the, like, yeah, he was like the head guy. He, you had to vote this guy in, you know? Mm. So, yeah, I thought that was pretty funny. 
Uh, maybe people in Newark have more of a sense of humor than other Bay Area cities. I don't know. Uh, no, I think someone that's watching it locally is going to fucking tweet it over or send it the video over to somebody in Newark. You know, they'll be like, what the hell, man? It's going to get the uh, the local uh, newspaper all in a tizzy. That gets like maybe 2,000 viewers live. You know, I watch it on Monday nights. He streams it from uh, the comedy store mm-hmm. on, on YouTube. Kill Tony, and I'll, I'll watch it on Monday nights because it's a guaranteed laugh. And That's it's, cool, and it's real. It's real comedy because you know they do skits and whatever the fuck else, and the comics come up and they always bomb. Well, some of them do. like last, I think Monday. Yeah, this Monday it was just a bunch of weird people, man. Weird yeah, was people. the Newark fucking council guy funny at all? Uh, no, he was just hammered. <laughs> you know, he just I mean, go, it'd be funny. Hey, uh, he was funny when they started making fun of him after his set. Mm, you know, okay. they're like, what the fuck is wrong with this guy? You know, uh, yeah, so that that show is a great Monday night show to watch uh, uh, around 8.15 p.m., 8.30. Go to Kill Tony on YouTube. That's what I'm usually watching. I get stoned and watch that instead of like, you know, a regular TV show. <laughs> it is a regular TV show. It's from like 8 to 9.30. Huh. <clears throat> you know, like every Monday night. You know, it's worth and it's a YouTube show? Yeah, it's YouTube. Just go to Kill Tony and it's free. You know? It's, li- it's the same stage we went and saw a comedy at. The, the main room. Oh, at the, the, the comedy, comedy store. store. Yeah, it's, it's filmed at the comedy store every Monday night. Oh, that's cool. I'm like, oh, there we go. Yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, it's one of the best um, Monday night shows. <laughs> For me, anyway. I don't know. Okay. Yeah, none of my TV watching is on any kind of schedule. It's just when I feel like it. So, Yeah, I'm all over the place with TV now. It's just I have so many shows. Because you can just stream right. Boop, 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 boop. For me, I'm just like, okay, I'll start this. I'm like uh, halfway through Mindhunter still. Uh, no, I haven't even started that one yet. <clears throat> uh, the second season. And right around the corner is something else that's coming. I forget. I don't know. I can't keep up with it anymore. Yeah, tons of shit. Uh, um so, yeah, I mean, I just finished The Boys, and I started up that uh, new Amazon show, Carnival Row. Yeah, so we, that's what I started. Okay, what, what, do, you, what do you think of it? Um, I only watched the pilot, um, but I liked it. <clears throat> I liked the gothic, weird fucking tone, and I liked all the different fey magical creatures that were represented and stuff. I mean, you saw centaur and fawns and fairies and... I mean, something that looked like a troll or an ogre or some shit. Um, it seems like it's going to be a fun show. I don't know. <clears throat> I'm going to stick with it for another couple episodes and see how we do. So I was going to have a whole intro with it, but you jumped into it. Right here. here we go, guys. Carnival Row! All right. Did you finish it? No. Uh, I'm like on the seventh episode. Oh, okay. This is what I thought, thought of exactly when I saw Carnival Row. Carnival Road. Carnival Road. Carnival Road. Yeah. Fuck fairies. Jack Fox nymphs. Down on the West Coast peak. So it's uh, basically there's a serial killer on the loose. That's the whole premise. 
and, and it's like mixed in with everything. There's a whole. It's it's pretty deep as far as like the lore goes. I don't. If it's, is it novels? What is it? Is it an original show? What is it? I think it's original. I am not sure though. Um, so because for the lore that's in it, it seems like a from a novel. It, no, it's definitely robust. That's for fucking sure. Like all the references. I mean, I watched one episode, so I don't get half the yeah. references yet. But oh, he's a swamwaga. Oh, what? Yeah, like all the little <laughs> things that, that they talk about, like that braid that she has at the beginning and what the significance of that is. Oh, yeah, this is for when I f- get fucked in the ass. <laughs> this is for after I give a man head. Right. This is for if I get cum in the eye. Nope. This one's for me shaving me pubes. Yeah, you see uh, you see your topless, that's, so that's cool. The sh- that's the shortest braid. The shortest braid. Yeah, the shortest braid is when I shave me pubes. Right. It's only like half an inch long. <laughs> this one is when you can come up my nose. Oh. The, uh, so, yeah, sh- she's cute. She's been around forever. She was in, you know, Virilia and a Thousand Plants. She was the villain in the DC movies. Or yeah, in, in Suicide Squad. Movie. Yeah, she was the villain in Suicide Squad. And she, uh, yeah, she gets topless, so I'm happy. That's cool. I'm like, nice. Um, so, and it's already renewed for a second season. That has been confirmed. Um, it looks like this was an original story. Oh, wow. That's pretty cool then. Yeah. It looks like this was written specifically for Amazon by Renee Echevarria and Travis Beecham. Well, fi- uh, I've heard of Beecham. Uh, finally, an original not based on a fucking novel. I want original screenplays, man. I'm sick of these based on novels. Well... I mean, Amazon's been doing a decent job of getting getting us new stuff. I mean, Sneaky Pete, The Hand of God, you know? Uh, Sneaky Pete's on Netflix. And that's no, a BBC show. Sneaky Pete's not on Netflix. Oh, oh sorry. I'm thinking of fucking Peaky Blinders. No. <laughs> Peaky Sneak. Wait a minute. God damn it. Giovanni Ribisi is not on Netflix. Oh, Sneaky yeah. Blinders. Sneaky Blinders. There you go. That would be an interesting mashup. <laughs> oh my god, Giovanni Ribisi conning fucking the Irish. Yeah, that'd be funny. Uh, yeah, that show's great, Sneaky Pete. It's a little slow. The third season wasn't that great, but... Oh man, I gotta watch season two still. You know, but, <laughs> you didn't watch season uh, three. No, dude, I'm no, so No, isn't there behind. two seasons or three? There's three, right? Two. There's two, two that I'm aware of. I thought there were three Pete's. Maybe there is two. It's, you know, the, the premise is great for a first season. Then they have to, like, stretch it out more. Right. So it works, but not really. It's, that's weird. It gets a little Ocean's Eleven, but whatever. Yeah. Uh, we'll watch it anyway, because I like the first season. We'll see how the second season goes. Um, with Peaky Sneet. Yeah. No, yeah, so yeah. Carnival Row is, um, yeah, so it's him and there's just, it seems like there's just three or four major sets in this because it's a small it's a small show like the, the, yeah the street set where they're going oh, down yeah. the street the carnival rose set where uh the whorehouse is and all well, the the street you know with the cable car that's gone uh, gone it's one over once and i haven't seen it since and i'm like on the seventh episode <laughs> like ah, that's been too much of a budget for that thing let's never right. have it run again right <clears throat> like in the pilot it ran right yep it did. And since then, haven't seen shit. Okay. Um, I think they cut it out and they put it in the wing budget. That's probably true. Those wings are pretty well done. Yeah. I will say that. Much. 
Um, and I swear that, um, so there's in, in the pilot, there's the rich family, the blonde chick who's uh, like super bitchy to the yeah. main fairy. Yes. Uh, vignette is her name or character's name. Yeah. Vignette. Um, and then the douchey brother, right. Um, they live in that posh ass house. I swear that same, uh, house or courtyard was used in Penny Dreadful. The oh. main house where Timothy Dalton lived. Oh, you th- oh, you think that's the house where they all met and stuff and hung out and lived? I don't know that it's the same house, but I think it's the same courtyard. It looks fucking the same. Yeah, probably. Might as well. You know, those sets were huge for that show. Aren't they bringing that back in some fashion? I hope so. I really like Penny Dreadful. I thought they were bringing Penny Dreadful back. Well, let's see what the Google machine says. Keep talking. Yeah, so I think, uh, I think Penny Dreadful's coming back. I don't know. I'm not very sure. But that's I mean, what I've heard. The first couple seasons. Oh. Does it say? Yes. Um, you find a good source. A silver alert is when an elderly person is missing. <laughs> oh. I got a silver alert on my phone. Like, old man wanders from house, hasn't been seen. Oh, no, like dementia patients and stuff? No, he's, yeah, I guess so. I don't know. He, I think he's dead in a ditch, man. It was the 26th of August. Oh, wow. (laughs) And his fucking picture's still up. Yeah. And he's old. So here's the news on Penny Dreadful. It is coming back to Showtime. Um, Piper Parabo is already uh, in a recurring role. Piper Parabo. Okay. But this is called City of Angels. It is a spiritual descendant of the original series, and it will explore pre-World War II Los Angeles from the building of the city's first freeways and its deep traditions of Mexican-American folklore. Oh, no. Hold on. To, to the dangerous espionage, action, <clears throat> espionage actions of the Third Reich and the rise of radio evangelism. And, of course, a healthy dose of the supernatural. What's, what's it going to be this first episode? The Chupacabra. Could be. Uh, Parabu will play Linda Kraft, the wife of Dr. Uh, Kraft, a veteran of the first Penny Dreadful, who is... Da, 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 uh, who else is confirmed? Oh, uh, I don't know any of these names. Oh, well, Nathan Lane's in it. Uh, Daniel <laughs> Zavato, Natalie Dormer, Carrie Biche, Biche uh, Jonathan Neves, Jessica Garza, Adrian Barraza, and Michael Gladys. Amy Madigan, Brent Spiner, Lorenzo Iza... Lynn hmm. Shea and Adam Rodriguez will also recur. So oh. they'll be minor characters, I guess. Uh, um, so this isn't a direct sequel. This is not bringing back Josh Hartnett and Timothy Dalton and all those folk. This is like the next generation kind of thing. Okay, so it's going to be a bunch of fucking 20-somethings. Like, hey! Well, it'll be set in L.A. And yeah, maybe it does include things like Wendigo and Chupacabra and some of the La Llorona. That's, yeah, like that's that. what it's going to be. <laughs> I mean, that'd be kind of cool. <clears throat> Wendigo's pretty awesome. and uh, It would be the else? Wendigo. Right? Is that what you said? The Wendigo? Yeah, the Wendigo. Is it the Wendigo or the Wendigo? It's W-E-D-I-N-G-O. Wendigo or Wendigo? I've heard both. Wendigo. 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 Wendigo, right? Yeah, W-E-N-D-I-G-O. You're saying Wendigo. Uh, whatever. 
<laughs> like that's almost exactly what I'm like. Now I can't say it right now. My like, windigo, 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 windigo. It's a windigo. So they're gonna bring that in. What was that just in? Oh, I was playing that game, uh, Men of Midian. The. Uh, oh yeah, I saw you guys chattering about it on Twitter. Uh, you and Sean from Horribly Awkward. It's the. Um, uh, he hated it. I thought it was pretty fun because I'd never played a game like that before. It's from the same people from Until Dawn. Uh, dude, I haven't turned on my Xbox to play a video game besides um, some Call of Duty or Minecraft with my kids in fucking months. Well, Until Dawn is a PlayStation game that came out like two years ago. And this is their follow-up, and it's all on all platforms. Okay. Still so, haven't uh, turned on a console in uh, a long <laughs> It's like 20 bucks. I think on Xbox, but it's uh, it's you can play five player, and you can each play each character can pick each person in the room can pick a person, but they have to play with that person. It's all quick time events. Oh, weird! With pressing X, pressing Y. Uh-huh. So if the person like you know isn't good at video games, you pass them the control. But <laughs> I was just playing with my daughter, and we were just going back and forth, passing the controllers back, and it was pretty fun. But I can see how it would, like, five people in a room, it would get pretty weird playing that game. Uh, uh, like, four people co-op? yelling. Huh? Is it couch co-op or online? Couch co-op and online. So you can have five people online playing the game. or And, like, the game will start, you know, it's like a story. So you sit there, it's like, hey, what's up? Hey, I'm Johnny. Hey, Johnny, how's it going? Then it'll say, hey, do you want to... Uh, play aggressively like say hey you're being a douchebag or you're not being a douchebag or don't say anything so it's like a multiplayer cooperative version of dragon quest uh no it's not it's not like that okay it's but it's quick time events uh not like dragon quest quick time events Uh, almost but not really okay you know some are button smashes some are like flicks of the uh controller some are triggers some are you know yeah. They, tr- they try to do something with it. And some are like uh, on-time heartbeats. So when you're hiding from the killer, you'll, you have to press the button, you know, when the heartbeat comes across. And if you get caught, that pronounces a whole... There's a scenario where this one, this one kid, he gets caught all the time. And, and the next time I played, I wanted to get caught. Because then I, you, I have him just talk shit to the captors. And then he gets part of his ear cut off. No, oh, Jesus. <laughs> <clears throat> I tried to keep him alive, but he keeps falling, man. He fell. Uh, and then you look at these paintings in the in the game, and there are premonitions of like what could happen to the character or a character in the game. One was uh, they were scuba diving. The chick and the this dude, they're a couple. He proposes to her underwater. Blah blah blah. <clears throat> but then they see explosions uh, up in the top, like coming from the deck of the ship. Rut row. And they can either sit there, you know, in, in you know, uh, equalize, or she can spring right up. So if she did that, she gets the bends later on and just drops dead, I think. Well, yeah, you, because... you, you got a safety stop, man. Come on. <clears throat> yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, oh, my God. And they, tro- and they give you two times to pick for her to go up. I'm like, no, keep it down. Keep it down. Yeah. I'm like, because I could say, because she was grabbing her chest. 
And when you're later on in the game, she's just gonna drop dead. You'd be like, "Fuck!" She shouldn't have gone up the. She shouldn't have gone up there too fast. No, you got to take a pause fairly regularly when you're coming up from a deep depth, dude. Yeah. <sighs> they had super expensive rebreather tanks on. <clears throat> they're just like, "Hey guys, come on!" And then, uh, and then you have a, tr- and then when they're scuba diving, she has a. Uh, there's a place where she gets her leg cut. I d- one time she got her leg cut, the other time she didn't. And there's a part where she gets shot in the head. <laughs> and Wait, underwater? I'm like, no, not underwater. She's like on the deck. It's a different scenario. She's trying to fight back. Uh, the same character can she get her leg cut. She can get her, you know, get the bends and get shot in the head and live because she gets shot right in the head. I'm like, fuck, that's the end of that character. And then the next scene, it shows her with a big patch on her eye. <laughs> so throughout the rest of the game, the character has a patch on their eye. The other one has his oh. ear cut off. Uh, it's pretty funny. And mm-hmm. the character models are so dumb. And the writing, I don't know how, how they... There's writing where, okay, they're tied up and gagged, right? All four mm-hmm. of them, because captors come on the boat. Then you. then you have a slow... Then slowly but surely, you know, you choose who to uh, take the um, gag off first, so who can talk first and all that shit. So eventually you have everyone's things, uh, all their tie, uh, everyone's untied and everything. The captors come in. And don't even say anything about the tape being off, about them not being tied up. And then at one point, he gets up and he's banging on the door. And the captor's like, just go back and sit down. Uh, it was, I was like, what? It was hor- horrible writing. So wait, what was this game again? It's called Men of Medin. M-E-D-E-N. I think, yeah. It's a weird name. You basically, you end up on a haunted ship. You end up on a haunted ghost ship, which is kind of creepy. <clears throat> oh, so it's supposed to be a horror game? Uh, yes. Men of Medin, right? Is that right, Medin? Yeah, M-E-D-A-N. It's a weird name for a game. It's not really friendly. It should have been called Ghost Ship. You know. The character models are a little hokey looking, but... A li- dude, they're horrible. Okay. Well. That's like Friday the 13th type models. If you've seen that game, but nope. the uh, they're just like Aah! they scream and you see their eyes and shit and their tongue. It's like, <laughs> they <sighs> look like uh, like a downrezzed version of that game, La Noire. Uh, somewhat. I don't know. It looks. It doesn't look good. I don't know. It, it looked. They looked a little weird. Some of the creatures looked weird. Uh, the ghosts were trippy. You know, you're walking, and then all of a sudden, in the corner of the screen, a little ghost pops up and fades away. Like, what was that? Then you run back and try to find it. It's not there. Mm -hmm. Then other ghosts pop up, you know, in the corner of the screen. It's kind of creepy. For a uh, fucking, what is it? Choose your own adventure game, basically. Kind of sounds that way, yeah. I haven't finished it yet. I think I'm on the last act. So... Are there saves? If you die, is that it and you have to start over? Or is No. When you die, that person's dead. So then you keep moving forward with the story. And, you know, it just keeps moving forward with that person dead. With a different character's perspective, huh? Well, yeah, that person, like, uh, right now we got this, the boy, the people who got married, we just got the husband killed. <laughs> like, oh. she, she, she's like, oh, my Because... <laughs> We kept falling, you know, and he kept helping getting us up. And I think that's what fucked it up. 
we had to do all the quick time events right and we didn't do them right and so this guy was gone that's it it's like bye-bye all, all the all the quick time events they're just they didn't work hmm. yeah yeah not with this guy it was weird and he uh yeah uh, he's dead oh well i'm like fuck he gets his head smashed into a door is that one of the, like a ghost, I think, grabs him and smashes his head into a door. And you just see him sitting there all bleeding out. Oops. Sorry, dude. I guess you're not engaged anymore. <laughs> <laughs> just she, got eaten by Chupacabra. And, the, and she has a gunshot wound to the side of her head. So. Oh. <clears throat> they're doing great. Yeah, it sounds like it. So now I'm just trying to keep the boat captain alive now and this blonde kid and the wife. Now, and uh, I think there's somebody else. There's five people. I think there's another girl. I don't know. It's a weird game, man. Like, strange. I haven't I mean, played anything like that. It sounds interesting, the idea of cooperatively playing across, what, five characters, you said? Yeah. Like, oh my god, and you have to choose, like, you have to choose certain stuff to get these people together. Just to hang out and be like, hey, how's it going, man? Hmm. Okay, here's another game I played. Might as well rate it now. The Blair Witch Project. The game? The Blair Witch Project game. On Game Pass. The Blair Witch Project. Okay, so. <clears throat> this game is weird. Another weird one. If you've ever seen the movie The Blair Witch Project or the second one, it goes more off the first one, I believe. So this time you're a, uh, a cop inside, in, you know, in Burkittsville. And I think, like, you've done some weird shit and people don't really trust you. And you want to help looking for this missing kid out in the middle of the um, Black Hills Forest. Where the, uh, where the house is. Where the witch lives. Out in the Blair Witch. So it's a creepy game. I'll give it that. I finished. It's about four and a half hours, five hours. Uh, it probably took me a little longer than that to finish. Uh, but yeah, you start off. Oh, we're a uh, blah blah blah. You have to get the sheriff's key. You have a dog with you, Bullet, and Bullet runs around and grabs everything. You can tell him to go fetch shit. You follow him basically. He's like almost the lead, so he'll be barking and barking, and you have to go okay and walk over there, and he has something to point for you. Okay, so it's um, huh? You just follow a digital doggy around for four hours, huh? No, it's a third person. No, he just sort of gives you hints. Because the forest is so fucking thick, you're like, uh, where the fuck am I going? You so know, is and it it's an open world map. Is it big or is it? No, no, it's very linear, but it's like scenarios to where you're like, boom, in the middle of a huge forest, and you have to sneak past a creature, only uh. using your camcorder. You know, because everything else you can't see. You're using the um, black light for the. You're using the uh, night vision and the camcorder. And that's only in the bottom right corner of the screen. The rest of the screen is all fucking fog or whatever. So you're looking at the bottom right corner. You're like, okay. Yeah, it's weird. 
That sucks. So basically, <clears throat> you've got a 70-inch TV, but you've got a little corner that you get to look at. Well, That's in certain TV. scenarios. Right. You know, certain scenarios. Just like in the movie, because in the movie, we, he, they could only see through the camcorder at certain parts. Uh, or the night vision, because all the lights went out. But yeah, so you have a cam, you have a, uh, you have a camera. Yeah, with you have a camera that you find, and you have videotapes. And the tapes that you play, if you play them in the right scenario and stop them at the right time, stuff will appear. So say like somebody drops a ball uh, in the tape, and you're and you're standing in front of the area where you dropped it, and you stop the tape right there. You you turn off the camcorder; it's sitting there. So you grab it. The ball is. Yeah, the ball is. The ball is sitting there. Huh. And so like say like a tree will be broken down. Boom! Rewind it. You know, I had to look for a fallen tree, and then it would rewind the tree to open it up so I could walk through. Yeah, weird stuff like that. <laughs> and it's a, a binary sound. So if you have, like, a good pair of headphones like I do, you, uh, you know, you'll hear everything. It sounds really cool. It sounds trippy. Huh. Okay. So it's binary audio. So they want you to play this thing on headphones. Well, and that makes sense. It makes the audio of any game that much more intimate, dude, if it's strapped right to your fucking head. Yeah, and this is the perfect game for it because it's just shit out in the woods. You're like, you right. hear you shit hear everywhere. You're like, what the fuck? You know, yeah, and you, you hear it getting the, closer. Snap and shit <clears throat> like that. Yeah. And you, and you hear screams behind you and shit. You're like, what the fuck? Uh, yeah, it's weird. It's and then uh, and the and the bullet's a cool dog. You pet him, give him uh, snacks. Uh, he growls a lot at things he doesn't like, and uh, yeah, he's cool. At one point, uh, something happens, but I don't know. I won't spoil the game. <laughs> it's the Blair Witch. I'm surprised I finished it. I'm like, fuck it. I'll just walk through and see what's going on. It was creepy going through there. I'm like, all right, let's do this, this. Well, all the time, like, these weird, like, this type of shit's going on the whole time in the background. And and so you walk up, and it's just pitch black. You're out in the middle of the forest. They do the forest great. It's all dense. You keep looping, just like in the, um, just like in, if, so if you haven't figured out the puzzle, you're going to keep going back to your campsite. Just like in the game. Right, right. So one scenario, all the scenarios are loops. If you don't do it right, you're just going to be looping, looping. You know, if you until you figure out the puzzle, because you're running around going, okay, okay, start here, and I'm still back at the truck. So I go over this path. Up oh, here comes the truck up again. You know, and then you have to figure out how to start the truck. So you get the truck, and then you have to f switch fuses around for the truck to turn the lights on. And then when you turn the lights on on the truck, boom, it's daytime. You're like, what the fuck? You know. So it sounds like it kind of leads you around by the nose a fair amount. Oh yeah, definitely. You just have to, you know, solve puzzles. You know, it's a, it's a, it's a walking simulator, <laughs> as the kids would say. It's a walking sort of running simulator, and you, and it's very uh, Alan Wake, where you use your flashlight to kill certain monsters. So, like, a, so a monster's attacking you, in the, um, and so the dog, you basically have the dog, you put the dog in front of you, and so wherever the dog is barking at, you point the flashlight. Right, and the dog is like a glow-in-the-dark collar, sort of. So, so yeah, so basically the dog will be barking in front of you. Bam, the monster's gonna go right there. 
then the dog runs and points the other way, then you're bam. So you basically sit right behind the dog and just point him everywhere. <laughs> or he points to wherever the creatures are at. Yeah, so sometimes you're at the middle of a sawmill, dense forest, man, and the lights just doom, go out. You're like, fuck. Yeah, I remember <laughs> that happening in Alan Wake a lot, too. Yeah. So this is a lot kind of cribbing off Alan Wake a bit, sounds like. Uh, sort of. Doesn't look as good. Alan Wake, I think, was creepier. Alan Wake was fun. I remember that much. Yeah, uh, I found the Easter egg in control for Alan Wake. But, um, so I'll talk about that later. The The game itself is trippy. You you might like it. If you like horror games, horror games, it's definitely worth checking out. I'm sure it's going to get a lot of downloads around Halloween. Uh, a lot of people play it then. And all the hipsters who are like, oh, I like uh, I like the movies, especially the second one. <laughs> oh, yeah, the second one's great. Uh, so I give it a two to five eye holes, four to five ear holes, and two to five good dogs or stabs to the face for Blair Witch. Uh, it's entertaining. That's about it. Of the two horror games, which is better? For which one? Blair Witch and... Men of Medan or Medin or whatever. Jesus, they're almost like in the same area. What did I rate Men of Medin? I have that too. Oh, uh, I don't think you did actually. I know, I have it over here. Uh, Men of Madian. God damn, where do you go, Men of Medin? Okay, here, uh, two to five ear holes, two, one out of five eye holes, and two to five bad choices. <laughs> and two out of five smashed in heads. So I gave, they're about the same, yeah, two out of five. Two to five good dogs stabbed to the face. And then Men of Medina wrote two out of five bad choices. One out of five eye holes. Yeah. Uh, Blair Witch has four to five ear holes, though. Or no, uh, yeah. Uh, Let me see. Yeah, no, three out of five ear holes for Blair Witch. Again, Skip? This band is no redeeming social value. They no. are a. Well, I discovered them in the mid 90s. Uh, 
just off mixtapes and friends, but they're a New York hardcore band that's been around for a while. Oh, yeah. You can tell by their voice. Since the mid-90s. That's why they're like, walk together! (laughs) You can tell it's on the East Coast. Uh, That's fucking great. Yeah, I wonder where these guys... Are these guys alive? Look it up, man. We might have to death whistle this thing. Okay, hold on one sec. (laughs) Touring. Okay, cool. Good. I swear I've seen them pop up in my list. Yeah, they've still got an active website, it looks like, from Queens. Of course. So let's see what the tour says. That's where Show. Spider-Man's from. Yeah. Nope. They're, uh, well, okay. <laughs> the last time they updated their shows was in 2017. So I don't know what that means. Okay, hold on. All right, let me hang up and call you right back. Okay. I want to make sure. That sound, man. Is that from him? I don't know what that is. Very cool. Um, Yeah, so no redeeming social value. If you know who they are, check them out. Do I know who they are? No. I don't. Better? Hello. No, I'm hearing like a crispy thing in my sound. Whatever, he gives a shit. It's going to be okay. crispy? Or it that... must be on your end because I don't hear a thing. Uh, okay, whatever. Yeah, let's see. Yeah. Um, oh, what were you talking about again? I forget. <laughs> <clears throat> there we go. No redeeming social value. That's what we were talking about, guys. Yeah. All right, what do you got before I rate this um, album? Okay, uh, well, this was probably the best headline I've seen so far this year. Uh, this is Sex Pigs Halt Traffic After a Laser Attack on Pokemon Teens. That's the headline. Okay. Yeah. On Pokemon so- Teens? Right, no, uh, read it again. So, sex pigs halt traffic after laser attack on Pokemon teens. And I, I almost need to just read this, like, directly, because it, it's written. I was fucking rolling at work at my desk when I read this. So, um, this is in Sweden, in a teeny little village called, I'm not even going to try. It's some fucking place in the middle of Sweden. Um so uh, these two teenage siblings go out with their smartphones to play Pokemon Go. And then they were accosted in a park by a couple who were wearing rubber pig masks. They started screaming at the kids and waving a green laser. One pig wore a shirt that said king and the other wore a shirt that said queen. And... Then after, you know, basically accosting these teens and giving them some PTSD or whatever, uh-huh. uh, king and queen, they mosey over to the highway and start having sex in public against the uh, water wheel that's part of the town's history. A big giant water wheel, you know, picture that. And a man and a woman in pig masks with shirts <laughs> that say king and queen just fucking. Oh, weird. <laughs> right on the highway. Um, so needless to say, this um, 
is a place that I want to go visit because it sounds awful interesting. But um, yeah. Yeah, this couple got away with it too. They did not get caught by the police. They just got to fuck and then leave. So. No oh, weird. Oops, hold on. Yeah. Sweden sounds like an interesting place, Chris. That's all I'm saying. Oh, it does. Sounds very weird. Sweden, uh, they're known for uh, the huge assassination. Was that in Sweden? And then. No, that was in. No, that was in the, are you talking about the uh, Israeli fucking Olympic team? No, I'm talking about something else. I forget. The, uh, and they're known for watches, knives, and chocolate. Right? And, and tennis players. Sweden. Right? Or no? Uh, for Sweden, I, I would say they're known for their chefs, especially their Muppet chefs and uh, meatballs. And that's oh, about that's it. right. The, the Swedish chef. That's their most famous uh, export. <laughs> Like, oh, that's racist. You can't do that. Oh, furky burgy. Hurty burty furty What? You can... it, it, I don't know. It's not racist. It's funny as shit. Hurty burty. The Swedish chef. The best fucking Muppet ever. The Swedish chef, I remember his cereal. Swedish chef stars. Holy shit! He had cereal. Yeah, I did. I missed that. Oh, dude, he, they're, they're fucking awesome. Uh, it was basically uh, bigger versions of alphabets. Alphabets. Oh, I remember alphabets. Yeah. It was that, but like a larger piece. It's like, ooh, more sugar. So it's a forty, forty, forty. It lacerates your um, mouth even better. Hold on a second. Let me see if I can look up. Swedish Chef Stars commercial. How do you spell Swedish? S W E T D I S H D I S H S H E F S T A R S Cereal. Oh, there it is. Crunchy Stores. Okay, here we go. Crunchy Stores. Here we go. Swedish Chef commercial. We're in the Muppet Test Kitchen, where the Swedish chef is making his delicious star-shaped cereal, New Crunchy Stars. Mmm, makes more munchies. Only the Swedish chef could create the cinnamon toast taste of Crunchy Stars. Mm, yeah, scrumptious. Scrumptious Crunchy Stars, part of this nutritious breakfast. Yeah, those are crunchy killer. Stars, post. great taste from post, and the Swedish chef. Mmm, scrumptious. See, I told you, those are real. <laughs> Swedish chef. Oh. I didn't doubt you. I was just surprised I never encountered them. Those are so good. Man, it was just him. He was blowing up a bigger star and it blew up into a bunch of small ones. Of course. And then he blew up, then he blew up, up the up box up. with a bicycle pump. He blew up the box and poof. It's a 40, 40, 40. <clears throat> yeah. Those are awesome, man. God, that was one of my favorite cereals. Uh, what? <laughs> It was one of those like like no one they'd never make those again. It's like who gives a fuck about the Swedish chef? 
Dude, they're bringing back uh, a variety show style version of the Muppets, man. Yeah, but they're not going to bring back the cereal. I know, I know the variety show, but whatever. Yeah, they won't bring back the cereal, but I mean, they're going to bring back the big characters. And Swedish Chef was a big part of the fucking show from the early 80s. Yeah. I guess so. Uh, I guess so. Yeah. It's so weird, dude. You're like, in my left ear, y'all. Whatever. Hopefully it sounds okay. <laughs> oh, the Swedish chef? No, it came through just fine. No, you talking. <clears throat> oh. Wow. <laughs> that I can't speak for. That's Skype's fault. Oh, well, if it does sound weird, who gives a shit, guys? Only the Swedish chef is listening. Okay, I want to break this down uh, real quick. The uh, the Tool album, real quick, break it down. I heard the whole thing. Uh, it was the first time I actually sat down and listened to an album uh, in a long time. I just like ate some pizza and smoked a joint and listened to this album. Um, it's really slow. Huh? I said you ate the pizza really slow. Yeah, I ate it. The album is how many minutes? I don't know. Just I'm, so what? I was gonna say. I mean, it's a two album, so it's like ten hours. Well, this song right here is eleven minutes. This is Invincible. But just the way they uh, blend everything together is really weird. And uh, the drums are really cool. So I'm just getting to the choruses. But they have like really slow builds. Each song has its own weird vibe to it. They have space filler weird stuff. I'll play one in a second. And uh, it just shows how, how um, intricate they are as a band now. Where they just have weird time signatures with every song. And just, the, I don't know, they've just been playing together for so long, it's trippy as shit. I know you can't hear it as well on Skype, but... No, it's actually coming through just fine. But... Uh, play it... Down every cool song I've ever heard. Uh, play it on a good stereo sound system. Uh, it's a little more intricate than the other Tool songs, just because... I think they're older. <laughs> I think. Maybe. Yeah, they might have aged in the last 20 years. You're probably right. Okay, let me see. I mean, I was never a super fan of Tool. Yeah. But, um, I mean, I could certainly enjoy their music. I mean, is this album in keeping with that? It's still fun. I mean, 11-minute songs. If every fucking song is that long, I'm, I'm out. That's too much. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's not for today's society. It's a little too slow for a lot of people. You know? No, nothing to do with it. I just... Well, if you're not a Tool fan, then it would be nothing to you. But if there was a 20-minute fucking Clash song, you'd listen to it. No. But what no. I'm saying is... <laughs> I really wouldn't. No. I, mean, I love the Clash. It's one of my favorite bands of all time. 40-minute Clash. I, I listen... Yeah. I listen to the 40-minute David Grohl instrumental. <laughs> yeah, no way. Uh, no. I listen to it in parts. Uh... It's it's worth listening for. It's actually really good. Dude, I get antsy at that fucking like nine minute long Green Day song uh, uh, from American Idiot. I forget the name of the tune. 
but um but it's like nine minutes long and there's enough changes in it that it sounds like three four different songs oh. but it's still too much well well tool's different okay here's another song are they really a phenome 11 minute song they have 12 11 14 minute songs but when you listen to it all the way through, it goes by very fast for yeah. me. You know, I was like, I'll wow, because you, you slowly get into the song and then it's over. You're like, oh, wow, this is OK. This is cool. And then it changes like, oh, OK. And then it gets into something completely different. It changes up so differently from the beginning to the end. That's what's weird about it, too. You know, a lot of bass. They're playing. They're doing a b- bunch of concerts. They're doing the Sacramento Fair. I'm not going to go see them in Sacramento. Oh, the State uh, Fair? Yeah. Uh, and they're doing... Uh, Sacramento. The what? I said I don't want to go to Sacramento. No, that, I, I forget where they're... I think that's the closest they're playing. And they're playing a couple shows in L.A. Um, but I want to see them in San Francisco. When they come around, they'll come back around next year. You know, I want to see him. Actually, it's better to see him that way because get them all warmed up, and then their show's super tight by the time you see him. You know, mm-hmm. that's one reason why I don't like seeing bands on their opening nights and stuff. Because they're all like, okay, oh, the lights aren't working correctly. <laughs> you know, <clears throat> by the time you see him, they're like a half or a year into the tour. They're tight, you know, or, or they're at each other's throats. Right. But either way, I've noticed the bands like they'll they'll start they'll do their new tour, and by the time we see them over here, because they go to Europe and come back and shit, they're uh, they're fucking tight. Like uh, especially like Nine Inch Nails was super tight when I saw them. Uh, yeah, they didn't fuck up once. Or Trent Reznor will shoot you. <laughs> will he? Oh, yeah, dude. He's a stickler, man. Because he writes all the music. So he's like, you're not playing my notes right. Motherfucker, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> right? Dude, Trent Reznor, really? Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, dude. He's a stickler for his music. Well, yeah, he writes it all. So it's like, hey, same with Dave Grohl. He writes all his music, plays all the drums, plays all the guitars and bass lines and everything. And then hires a band. To uh to play it with them live. And like if you're not doing it right. But unlike Tool, to where they've been playing together for years. And see how it's changing up again. Well yeah, and they were perfect circle before or after too, right? Some no, shit that, like that. No, perfect circle wasn't tool. Perfect circle was just Maynard. Oh okay, okay. let's see. Uh and Pussifer was just Maynard. Um, which is like, eh, some of the stuff in Pussifer is pretty good, but I don't know. Uh, let's see. And boom. Then he goes into weird shit. Same song. Okay. It goes into some weird fucking, uh, um, what is it? Uh, Paul Simon type shit. Same song. Yeah, it's a gr- it's a good album. 
uh, for not being around for a while. They just took their time with it, you can tell. And a lot of it is just like, we're just gonna jam out. Let me see if I can play their... What's that? Uh, okay, they play that. Okay, bam, that's over. And then they do these things. It's like, hey, I'm trying to fill so I have, so I have a keyboard. <laughs> that's, that's what it reminds me of. Something I could do in the studio. But. but yeah, he's just playing with the modulator. While exactly. Random keys. Like, really? That's what I'm thinking. I'm like, wow. All right, whatever. Okay, so yeah, whatever. But huh? Okay. Let's well, see. What am I rating this album? What? My interest is peaked. I'll go and listen to it. But I don't know. I'm not going to sit around for a bunch well, of eleven minutes. Put it on the background, you know, while you're doing something. Yeah. You know, I'm going to have it on in the background. I've been having it on the background. I'm playing Gears Four for the last couple of days. Literally the last couple of days, and then. This is actually the last day of Gears 4. Before 5 comes out? Yep. Yeah, you got a nerd chub, don't you? Oh, dude, it's going to be amazing. It's getting it's getting 9s, 10s. Let's see. Legion, Lucent. Okay, yeah, so... Uh, what do I rate it? Four, 4 to 5... Okay, 3 out of 5... 4 to 5 ear holes. Uh, three out of five eye holes for the visuals you see when you listen to the music, man. Uh, no. <laughs> oh, no, wait, that wasn't it. Oh, no, three, okay, yeah. And, uh, about a four to five gothic melodies. Yeah. Because <clears throat> it definitely has that, right? Or no. No gothic melodies. Okay, let's see, boom. Redescending. And that's Tool, in a nutshell. Listen to it for yourself, guys. I'm just giving you samples of the new album. Fear Inoculum. Tool's first album in 13 years. That's crazy for a band to be apart for 13 years and get back together and sound this tight. Come on. The Beach Boys can't do that. They can't do that. They have culling vocals. There's another like... <laughs> Chocolate chip trip. It's like, hey, I got a keyboard. I got a Casio for Christmas. It's like, come on. Was it speaking spell? Okay, um... Yeah, that's why it's dropping to a 3 out of 5 now. Okay. Yeah, they could cut out the bullshit Cassie shit. Yeah, space filler, man. Space filler. You got enough good music on here. Like, Seven Tempest is a, one of those um, like multiple change-up songs. This is Seven Tempest. It's a little hard. So people are like, yeah, I, I like this stuff. Uh-huh. Totally, bro. Totally, this is Tool. Yeah, this is Tool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is Tool, yeah. 
Right. I'm sure there are those people out there. Oh, this is Tool, guys. Yeah. Come on, this is Tool. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I think that's what's happening. It's a good song. Surprise! <laughs> uh, he's, uh, he's busy with his winery uh, up in Arizona. And he's crushing apples. I, I, he's making cider. And albums. And studying jujitsu. Maynard James Keenan, guys. So this is the band just going, okay, I just want to play because we haven't played together in a long time. So like, okay, let's play. Right? He's like, yeah, we haven't jammed out and actually recorded something in like 13 years, guys. Let's jam out. Hell yeah, bro. Let's jam out. Yeah, fucking awesome song. Boom, change it up. Then it stops. Yeah, Fear Inoculum, guys. Check it out. I could listen to that album right now. <laughs> uh, woo! Uh, some Actually, some good new music compared to all the shit coming out every fucking five seconds. Uh, right? Okay, where'd it go? Sure. No. Every five seconds? Yeah, every five seconds. All right, what do you got? Oh, I'm glad you asked. This one's actually kind of neat, and it has if it can become something that is commercially viable, it could change the landscape of how we get around. So um, you heard about hydrogen fuel cells before, right? Uh, they use hydrogen yeah. as a means to power a vehicle. And usually you hear about it having a, a tank where you pour distilled water, hydrogen gets peeled off the water, all that comes out of the tailpipe is oxygen and water vapor at the end of the thing. Um, the problem is that hydrogen doesn't store energy well. I mean, it does, but not well for purposes of running a car or a truck or a ship or a plane or whatever. Um, well, these scientists over at Rice University, which is out in Houston, Texas, um, they found a way to take just regular old carbon dioxide, all the, sh the greenhouse gas that everyone's so worried about. Um, they extract green, uh, CO2, carbon dioxide, from uh, just normal air, and they can process just CO2 into something called fromic acid or formic acid, sorry. Um, but formic acid is basically a highly concentrated version of what hydrogen would um, potentially allow as far as energy storage. So it, it just kind of think of it as like concentrated hydrogen. That's the easiest way to do it. Um, but what it does is presents the opportunity that if they can produce this formic acid on a easy basis by extracting CO2 from the air, then they can use this formic acid to then power hydrogen fuel cell vehicles at much greater range, at much greater efficiency, uh, with smaller tanks. <laughs> so all the important things to actually turn 
hydrogen fuel cells into a viable means of powering transportation. Um, so kind of a neat development as far as, as kind of material sciences go and the ability to take something that's nasty for our environment like CO2, um, or at least overproduction of CO2, and turn it into something that might be useful that then produces water vapor as its byproduct after being used to power your car or a boat or whatever. So stay tuned. We will see what happens with it. It's all nerds in the fucking lab building shit right now, but it may become something cool down the road. Hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully they, uh, they're going to have them hooked up to the backs of cars and they'll just be, uh, well, they'll all be electric. So they'll have them hooked up to chimneys, right? And they can uh, uh, take the energy from that. Uh, well, yeah, I suppose. Um, they can also just have scrubbers that suck air in fucking wherever they need well, to be able to make this formic acid. And then um, uh, those scrubbers will pull off the CO2 that they need and expel all the nitrogen, oxygen, and other trace gases that are in our fucking atmosphere. Um, so it, just kind of think of it as a giant vacuum cleaner that's going to suck CO2 out of the air and give us gasoline. <laughs> I mean, that's it in a nutshell, but it ends up being way better than burning fossil fuels or natural gas or any of that shit. Expelliarmus! Fight like a title holder Stand like a champion Live like a warrior We're saving oxygen, guys, with vacuum cleaners that suck up oxygen out of the sky. Right, Skip? That's how we roll. <clears throat> Live like a warrior. Yeah. Wow, this is like a sing-along. There's all the lyrics and everything. And it's it's two people ska dancing. Like shadow ska dancing. Wow. With, uh, they're I mean, like, this... Well, they're not even ska. They're like running in place at each other. <clears throat> they're skanking, Chris. Oh, that's what it is. They're shadow skanking. She look, looks like she's doing like a retarded running man. <laughs> this is like the shadow... <laughs> Uh. Oh man. You have to you have to see the video. Have you this seen the video? I have not. Watch the video and so you'll much. see you'll see what I'm saying. I will. Yeah. Now so, they look like they're uh, the singer and I forget her name. She uh dated Lars Fredrickson for a bit. Don't know if they still are, but I mean it makes sense that 
they are where they're at, right? Very rancid in flavor. Oh, totally. It's like, it might have, like speeded up the tempo a little bit, and it's a rancid song. <laughs> right? I think that was uh that, that was her um uh her song to that guy, right? You're not gonna break me down. That was her it's like rain on a Sunday. <laughs> right. So what you're saying is Lars broke up with her and she wrote Yes. <clears throat> she wrote that song just like um uh Jagged Little Pill with uh more uh Lannis Morris. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that. It's like a version of that. Okay, or now. That, uh, what? 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 I'm getting the shitty Skype reception, man. Are you? You're fine on my side. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll keep rolling then. I'm getting crazy echo. It's distracting as shit. Are you? Are you? Are you? Are you? Are you? Okay, fuck off. <clears throat> It'll be fine. It's like a Skype wave. It's like a uh, wave that comes through. Okay. Here we go. My first movie. 20 years old. Uh, came out in 1998. Uh, the Matrix. Starring Keanu Reeves. Lawrence Fishburne. Terry Fisher, Joey Pants, um, that's about it, right? Uh, Dozer, um, Hack, I, for, I forget all their hacker names, <clears throat> Neo, Dozer, Trinity, Morpheus, uh, Morpheus, uh, I'm trying to name off the hand. Um, and then, and then oh, there were a- like the APOC. Uh, no, APOC. Oh, yeah. There's APOC. Uh, then there's uh, the blonde chick. I'm trying to remember her name off the top of my head. Uh, God damn it. Because he names them all off. Like, do, 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 do. They all have names. Right. Um, so. Until they. When they die. Well, the Matrix, guys. Uh, I saw this in uh, Prime, AMC Prime. It looked like a brand new movie, guys. On a 4K screen. Yeah. It looked like a brand new movie. I was like, wow, this looks amazing. You know, some of the special effects are a little wonky, but, you know, it's a 20-year-old movie, but it still holds up. For, you know, the, the, um, the premise holds up. Uh, yeah. Everything holds up, and it's even more prevalent now than it was before, because now you're in the future, and all and everyone thinks they're in a matrix now. So it's just like, <laughs> yeah, this is the matrix. This isn't real. I picked the best timeline. You know. Okay. Okay, the mm, matrix. Yeah, no, I, I watched the movie not too long ago. Not on the big screen. Dude, 1999, The Matrix. A computer hacker learns the mysterious rebels are about to uh, fuck him up. But now... Dude, yeah, but in a... Yeah, not in a theater. But yeah, if you get a chance, man, see it again in a prime theater. 
It's a brand new move. You feel every punch. You feel all the bullets. You, uh, you, the sound is amazing. Like it's almost like it's bombastic at points. When when he uh, wakes up inside the pods, like the lightning coming up and everything, and just well, the, and I'm sure the bullet time too. Uh, the, the bullet time, yes. But when he flexes once he becomes the Matrix, you feel that. That's a completely different feel in the movie. Because they. Oh, yeah. when he starts like flexing the program around him and it gets all distorted and shit. Yeah, well, like at the end when he beats everybody up, he jumps out of him. You know, he jumps out of the um, uh, the guy and he and he flexes after he jumps into him and breaks him apart after he breaks into him. And then he just flexes, yeah. and then the whole matrix flexes with him. Yeah, that scene, and you feel that shit, and you, every, you feel every punch in those fight scenes when he gets slammed against the walls. He's getting punched in the faces. Uh, the bullets from the uh, agent's guns, they're 50 calibers. You feel those. Like, every different gun has a different feel. Right. That uh, minigun scene where Trinity just unloads. Oh, dude, the whole, um, when they walk into the office. Right. That, that's just all, all two of them. Yeah, that lobby scene where they've <laughs> yeah. got, like, 80,000 guns strapped to themselves. Yeah. Yeah, and then when he uses the minigun, that sounds amazing. It was like, from the helicopter. Yeah, that's fu and then when the helicopter slams into the fucking building, that's just boom. like whoa. That was intense, bro. Uh, when he goes, yeah, it's so it's so trippy because it's on a bigger screen, the biggest screen I've seen the movie in. Because when it came out, the screens were not this big. You know, right. they, they were Back like then, like seventy feet. Yeah, yeah. Well, this is like the 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 Newark Prime, which is what I think the best prime in the Bay Area, because I've gone to all of them. I've gone to the one in San Jose, the one in San Francisco. And I think the one in Newark has the best sound. It's the biggest auditorium, also. It's, it's the newest too. I mean, it was uh, built a couple years ago. No, the newest one is San Francisco. Oh, they, really? They, they cram well that Prime Theater. They just pr cram them into existing theaters um, slots. This one was built from the ground up around yeah. it. So that's that why, my, yeah. That was my point, is the Newark Theater is was built only a few years ago, so it was designed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For an audio. Yeah, the, the design wasn't great to have an IMAX screen right next to it, but it's like, whatever. Uh, <laughs> it's like, come on. But uh, they should have the IMAX screen on the other side of the hallway. That's facing the other way. Not IMAX and then Prime, but whatever. They're Limax, which I've never gone to recently. But, but yeah, the Matrix, amazing, man. Just just when the agents grab him, when he's running around, he's doing his pigeon toe run, hiding from the officers. Uh, yeah, you get a whole new feel when, when, the, uh, when the font comes up and they just go into that green font. You, you feel everything, man. Uh, you see every pothole in uh, Lawrence Fishburne's face. <laughs> Dude, there's Dude. a lot of those. Oh, yeah. It is so detailed, man. I'm like, Jesus Christ. When he turns around, you see his big old fucking uh, diastema. Is that right? Was that what it's called? What? With your teeth his split open? Hole? No, with your teeth split like that. What's it called? The diastema? Oh, I have no clue. I think it is. We'll go so, with that then. He's like, Neo. With his fucking teeth. Uh, when he's yeah, you get a, just a 
of of you feel the matrix in that one because uh, everything's green, everything's dull. Uh, it's for some reason it's and when he goes into the world of the real, you feel every um, lightning strike. You know, yeah, it's a it's a brand new movie, man. I'm so glad I saw it. Uh, it's a uh, it's a game changer, guys. Come on. No one's ever done anything since. Not nearly as impactful as far as sci-fi in the last 20 years. I'm trying to think of one. What movie? Help me out. Uh, what is as hmm. impactful and influential as The Matrix in the last 20 years for sci-fi movies? I'm trying to think. Everything's been a ripoff of the Matrix. Uh, there has to be something out there, man. I'm trying to... Interstellar, I don't know, but that's still not like a cultural phenomenon. Not even close. Avatar. Hmm. I can see that. Yeah, Avatar. I guess. Yeah. But no, people. Uh, no. Uh, I'm trying. To, uh, I guess. Yeah. That's a good one, yeah, because that made a billion dollars. But I think this would make a billion dollars if it came out today. You know, right? Keanu Reeves coming off the um, uh, uh, the peak of John Wick, just like they're trying to make a Matrix 4. They're trying to do it now, right? I, I, I don't know if that's going to work. But yeah, Matrix 1 in it, by itself is a perfect movie. Yeah, it has a yeah. great beginning, middle, and end. You don't I, need I've to go to two watched, or three. Huh? I've watched the original Matrix, I don't know how many times. Um, I did just watch Matrix Reloaded, which was a fun action movie, but didn't have the same magic as the first one, I felt. No, not even close. Yeah, it has some great action set pieces yeah. for that movie. That's and about that it. Rave, that rave scene is awful fucking sexy. Oh, where they're all fucking in Zion. Yep. Uh, I was born in Zion. But, uh, no, yeah, there was some cool action scenes and stuff, and I don't know. The ending was bullshit. I, I'm going to have to watch Revolutions now just to fucking see what happens and be grumpy about it. But, yeah, the, the original Matrix movie is one of my favorite sci-fi movies ever. Yeah. It's it's amazing. It was only in the theaters for one week. Because Damn, really? Yeah. <clears throat> what? No, when it came out this week. Oh, 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 okay. I was going to say, back, back in 99, really? No, no, it came out for a long time in 99. Yeah, I was going to uh, say, I don't usually question your movie knowledge, but there, I feel like in 99 no, it was out for a while. There weren't superhero movies at that time pushing everything out of the theater. Right. You know, right now it's like, right now is a good time for the movies because they can throw in all these old movies because nothing's really going on for the movies right now until mid-October, November, even December. Like, the biggest movie coming out soon is Star Wars. You know, there's... there's a, No, there's a bunch of little ones, but for me, the biggest one's Star Wars. Uh, Rambo, Star Wars, Ad Astra, um, uh, Zombieland 2. Um, yeah, I'm interested in that. Um, Jojo that Rabbit. Jojo Rabbit. Um... Mm-hmm. What's the other one? Uh, there's a bu- there's like a handful of movies I want to see like for the last four months of the year. 
Uh, probably Star more Wars. than probably more than a handful. Star Wars nine. Yeah, Star Wars Episode Nine. That's alright. That's a given. Yeah, I know. Uh, yeah, it so deserves a mention. No. I did. Oh. I mentioned it already. I said Star Wars Episode Nine. Oh, yeah. and uh, like next oh, week after next, I'm gonna go see uh, Rob Zombie's uh, Three from Hell. Speaking of Rob Zombie. Yeah, when he's going into the club, it's like, yeah, we're into a club scene. Whoa, it's a futuristic retro club. The computer likes Rob Zombie. The Matrix likes Rob Zombie, I guess. Uh, right? Well, he fits the aesthetic of fucking the Matrix, that's for sure. Yeah, it's just such a cool concept, like, rethinking about it again. You know, it's such a cool concept. And I can't picture a movie that did a similar kind of storyline, the whole surreal no. universe, it's a computer simulation, all that bullshit. Shut up, Siri. Oh, Jesus. wow. I was like, what the fuck is that? Yeah, no, Siri started talking all of a sudden. Yeah, it's okay. the Matrix talking. See? The Matrix is talking back. Being intrusive. Hey, I hope I don't get snatched by agents. Using dial-up, using dial-up phones, man, it's crazy. Apoc, yeah. I need a line. I don't know where one is. It's 21st century. Yeah. <laughs> but then but then suddenly by Matrix Reloaded, they had cell phones. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. They, oh, yeah, they had that Nokia. <laughs> yeah. And that thing sold for like $400. That was a real phone. You know, people have that phone in real life. The Nokia um, pop-up phone and fucking the... the First Matrix and the second one. Right. The spring-loaded one. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So, ting. Wow, that's high tech. Yep. I need uh, a line, APOC. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> that but is cool that it's, uh, it, I mean, that's a milestone, man. 30 years? 20 years. 22 years? 1999. Yeah, 99. Something. It's 2019. Yeah, no, I know. 45 years, dude. 45 years. There yep. you go. Yeah, I don't know about four. I'm not looking forward to it, but I'll watch it just to see it. Yeah, I mean, I, I'll i finish out the trilogy, and then I'll make up my mind about four. It's a quadrilogy now. I, I know, but it's not out yet, so I can still say trilogy, and it's okay. I um, think I think they're just going to reset them. <clears throat> Okay. Oh, it's going to be some, like, mind fuck thing? Like, oh, you actually took the blue pill, not the red pill. No, it's going to be, oh, you became blah, blah, blah. You became a god. But nope, you didn't. Pure rip, you wake up again. Wake up, right. Neo. Wake up. Wake up, Neo. Well, I mean, it'll be interesting. See, because he's like, oh, you're Trinity, the hacker who hacked the blah, blah, blah database. Right. It's like, oh, so, oh, you didn't know about that? He's like, oh, that was a long time ago before I was woke up. Because I'm like, oh, that's right. He's waking up hackers. See, I I didn't get that before. (laughs) You know? Right. I'm like, okay, that's right. People with technology and that kind of stuff. Yeah. Well, yeah, he was waking up all the hackers, you know, because every one of those people was a hacker Mm -hmm. at one point. Makes sense if. Machines, though. If they're fighting machines. Yeah, well, yeah, you need somebody who's, you know, adept at all that shit. 
<clears throat> right. Especially and, when they have the, the machines have the entire human race in thrall in a basically a giant World of Warcraft server. <laughs> now, even more so than that, it's crazy if you think about it. You're like, what? Right. I mean, you're using their bodies <laughs> to harvest energy and blah, blah, blah. But, but basically, you're controlling the entire most of the human population just by having them in a giant video game. And growing them from birth and feeding them the dead. It's like, nice. Yeah, yeah feeding them the dead intravenously. Liquefying the dead and feeding them back to us. That's what we're living off of. Soylent Green is people! <laughs> yeah. Soylent Green, man. <clears throat> That's what it is. Um, at the time, a pretty good soundtrack. You know, this is 99 when a bunch of soundtracks were flipping off. Because uh, Quentin Tarantino made soundtracks popular again. And so I was like, oh my god, we need good soundtracks, right? Boom. From like 94 to about 2001, soundtracks were huge in movies. Right? <clears throat> I, I'm sure. They I'm were. I'm not going to question your movie knowledge about soundtracks. They were. Quentin Tarantino repopularized the soundtrack. It's pretty much dead now, if you think about it. Soundtracks and movies. It's all about the scores. There's like Quentin Tarantino always has the best soundtracks when he comes out. Uh, other people don't. <clears throat> I don't know. James Gunn's done pretty well for himself. But that's a Quentin Tarantino ripoff. Okay. He still does a good job <sighs> of it. And the same thing with, uh, what, Edgar Wright? <clears throat> Look at Baby Driver and all the... Uh... Why not? We were just talking about... <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, those are great. But I'm saying, like, two people that are few and far between aren't even making a movie until, like, fucking 2021. You know, okay. at this point, there's not like, you know, a, like in 99, 2000, every movie Spawn had a great soundtrack. Oh, that uh, was a terrible movie. It was a great soundtrack. Matrix had a good soundtrack. Um, Judgment Night, a shitty movie, yeah, had a great soundtrack. That was um, probably the most experimental one I can think of. Well, that's what I mean. Like they were popping off. Well, the uh, Spawn soundtrack was a mixture of two people, too. I see. I saw Spawn once, and I was so mad at the movie. I couldn't. I just. I've never watched it again, uh, and because I love the comic, and it was. Well, the soundtrack was great, man. It had like Crystal Method with filter. It had uh, Crystal Method it, with filter. I think I blanked the whole thing out. Oh uh, well, yeah. <clears throat> like John Leguizamo <sighs> playing the Violator is a good casting role, kind of. I think, but other than that, the movie was pretty much garbage. Well, yeah, once you, if once you watch the animated fucking series also, and going to that movie, yeah. you're like, ugh. Well, yeah, or read the comics, either either one. I, the animated series, I forgot about that, actually, but I did watch yeah. it years ago. Yeah, the I animated series on HBO was fucking breakthrough. Yeah, I remember enjoying it a lot and felt that it was really quite true to the comic, well, you know, to the well, Todd, Todd McFarlane approved of it all. So, you know, he's not putting that shit out without anyone. Like, he's directing his own Spawn movie right now. I know. I hope it's really good. It would be nice to have a good rated R Spawn movie. It'll just be ultra violent and not that great. That's what I'm predicting for the Spawn movie. Like, oh, that was fun. That's him. I'm it is Spawn. First directing. Yeah, gig. That's for sure. 
Oh, here we go. Special Matrix. Okay, here we go. Shoot up scene. Hey, Trinity. I'm gonna do weird cartwheels and shoot my gun. Okay. Okay. Neo, I'm Trinity. Why do you sound like me? I don't know. We both sound the same. I noticed that too. <laughs> really? Well, no, they're both like, you know, they're both very manly. I think Trinity's more manly, but still. Hey! Don't fuck with me, buddy! Man, she'd kick fucking Neo's ass. Okay, let's see, um... Yeah, if he didn't cheat. It's like, get up, Trinity. Yeah, that whole opening scene. Her, She has a great ass, man, in that scene. I was like, holy shit! When she's, uh, uh, being held up by the cops. Mm-hmm. It's like, whoa, high-definition, tight ass and leather pants. Like, they focused on that shit. I'm like, okay. Well, yeah. It's like, hey. Why and then, not? And then she does her fucking first jump, and you feel it in the seats. Like, oh, know? the, the like, crazy, like... The crane flying. kick. Yeah, shit. <laughs> and she's like, boom! And you're like, what the fuck is this movie? Dude, my balls hurt all of a sudden. What the hell? Dude, I remember my the first time yeah, I saw The Matrix, I was like, what the fuck is this? I'm like, oh, it's all computer. Okay, so, what do I rate The Matrix? Uh, four to five ear holes, four to five eye holes. And uh, I give it uh, five out of five faith jumps. Or five out of five woes. <laughs> five out of five, I know Kung Fu's. I was going to say, you got to have that one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, amazing movie. I'm so glad I got to rewatch it again. Or five whole... out of five, Mr. Andersons. Yeah, five out of five, Mr. Andersons. Five out of five, belly bugs. Oh, yeah, fuck those things. <laughs> that thing's real? Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. Whoa, that thing's real? They should um they should do that face swap thing and put Keanu, put um Bill Bill um Preston or Bill Esquire. <clears throat> uh, yeah, no Ted Theodore Logan. They should put him in there. No Ted Theodore Logan. <clears throat> That's Bill what I Preston mean. Esquire and they should put fucking... they should put Ted Theodore Logan and to replace him with that face swap technology in oh, the Matrix movies. Fake. They can easily do it, man. That face swap technology is crazy. It would be even better if they put Bill on, though. It would be, but... Whoa, whoa. But there's not enough of Bill footage to go... <laughs> that That's true. Alex Winter really hasn't done much. <laughs> but all they do is this... Uh, like that, remember that dude, um, not the real Tom Cruise? They face-swapped Tom Cruise with Christian Bale, and they used that guy to redub all the stuff. All the what? Batman stuff? No, all the fucking, um, like, they did a scene from Psycho, uh, where Tom Cruise, the face is perfect, and where Tom Cruise is basically, uh, uh, what's his face? Norman Bates? No, it's, um, god damn it, uh, Christian Bale from Psycho. American Psycho. Oh, American Psycho. <laughs> yeah, he's sorry. Christian Bale from American me. Psycho, and he's also, uh... They face swapped um, Tom Cruise with uh, Tony Stark, so he's Iron Man. 
and they put him in all the scenes. They put him in all the scenes. Yeah. It's like, what the fuck? And it's almost perfect. (laughs) That face swap technology, guys, is real. Yeah, that that deep fake shit is fucking a little scary, to be honest. Well, if we know about it, think about what's really out there. Right. What's already been done that we don't know about? Because you know someone was testing this shit like, oh, yeah, we can fake people out on... uh, why, why do you think? News. Why do you think everything's? Why do you think everything's facial recognition now? That's it, man. They're gonna use your face, put it on some. Oh, you did the shooting. I wasn't there. Look at your face. It's there. You're uh, like, and I'm like, what? I want just conspiracy theory. And I'm like, oh my god, what? Yeah, well, and if then, you want one, and sure then they can, can use up. all your recordings from all your phone conversations to make your own voice. Of um, course, easily. Uh, they can use oh, your. Just- Huh? Just imagine it, podcasters. Well, they already did it to Joe Rogan, and it, and it sounds exactly like him. Dude, I mean, we've got like what four hundred plus hours of recorded content. Oh yeah, they could easily the- do it to us. <laughs> Easy. <laughs> We're fucked. <laughs> it wouldn't even be a problem with us. Never, never running for even city council. Let's put it that way. Yeah, never. <sighs> but they would just take. But they don't even have to take the actual audio. They just take the sounds and make their own audio. No, that's right. They only, from what I understand with deepfakes now, they only need like a couple minutes of you speaking to be able to replicate your voice believably. Yes. Yeah. And it's very, uh, it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. That's how, that's how all the um, higher ups are going to get away with uh, all the um, pedophilia tapes and whatever the fuck they get busted with. Like, oh, that's well, was deep faked. Fake. Yeah. That's a deep fake. Sorry. You think? Well, yeah, that's why I it's think- coming out now, and people's like that's how we know about it. So when all this shit comes out, maybe with Epstein or somebody else, you know, they're gonna be like, "Oh, that's fucking a deep fake." Sorry, and yeah. people will know what it is, and they'll be like, "Oh, I guess it is a deep fake." But the problem is that um, there are enough video experts out there, or coding experts, who can look at that and see that it's been manipulated and deep faked, basically. That. I mean, there may be like a scandal here or two, there for a minute or two, but well, as soon as an expert gets their hands on it and pulls it apart, they'll be able to say, just like now with, uh, with I don't the know. Photoshop. Well, look at Epstein. Oh, cameras didn't work. Uh-oh. People have been sent away. I think, it would even, I think it's going to get even worse. No, but Chris, that's, that's human intervention. That's not... Uh, well, that's like, what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Like, people will... People will manipulate manipulate it on their side, is what I mean. I'm saying the humans will manipulate it for their side, no matter who it is, even a scientist doing it. Go, here's $100 million, figure it out, or get $100 million. Do, well, I don't disagree that like there will be people who will try to get away with the shit. Yeah. I, what I'm saying is that I think now with like the computing power available in the world and the number of people who are really good at manipulating video and audio and still images um, that there will be a massive shit show. If someone tries to pull something major using deep fakes, right? They'll just get suicided. I'm like, Oh, I have the, I have the answers right here. I'm going to post it on Twitter. Where'd that guy go? 
<laughs> yeah, the the thing is that the internet's distributed. So if you post any of this deep fake shit, people pull it apart really quick, and it's not just one person, right? I, I mean, that's kind of the thing I really like about the internet is it's a communal knowledge kind of thing. And yeah, you have to be critical of what you find on the internet. You have to ask questions. Um, but if enough people, credible people are saying the same thing and everything seems to check out from what you can understand and what you can discover, then those things are going to fall apart real quick. I don't That's know. I think the shitty ones are. I think that there's probably been shenanigans that have happened recently involving deepfakes because it is new technology and there's not a huge response to it yet. But it's also been getting a lot of press. Uh, and and those videos, like you were talking about, right? Like Tom Cruise, all of a sudden, he's Tony Stark. Like It's, put, it's putting it in the public consciousness. For some it reason, is. for some reason, for weird reason, I don't know why. But that's not a bad thing because the people who were most able to check to make sure that something a politician is putting out or something a company is putting out isn't a deep fake bullshit story. It'll get put out, but it'll also get fact checked really goddamn quick. Yes, but who's doing the fact checking? That's the problem. Well, that's no, that's the cool thing, Chris, is it's not just one person. There's going to be people who who agree with the agenda of the deep fake and are, oh, no, this is totally true. But there'll be other people who say, no, this is bullshit and this is why. And they'll break down why. And if that's convincing enough from enough credible people, then, again, the deep fake falls apart. Right. I mean, but right yes. now you have porn using deep fakes to put celebrity heads into porn scenes. Yes. But once you put it out there, no one reads past the headlines anymore. All you put is the headline of it and people will believe it and go, oh, not even look, think twice about the story. They'll go, oh, I guess he was a deep fake and not even read back up on it. Like maybe two months later. Going, mm. Oh, I guess that was fake. Well, so you know. people need to listen to the, or read the whole story, however it's presented to them, whatever works for them. Because I always read to the bottom, man. Well, yeah, that's you, though. You're, you're completely different. You read a lot of stuff. But I'm saying the general public doesn't read well, the whole story. The general public also just takes information at face value. They'll read three or four things that they agree with and then move on. You know, and, not, and go, oh, okay, I guess that's the way it is. Bye. You know? It is true. People are fucking stupid. That's what I mean. The but, general public is so manipulated right now. And, and they're being flooded with so much information all the time with everything. There's no way to keep up. And they're just like, okay, this happened, this happened, this happened, this happened. Oh, what was that fifth thing that I just read? You know, that's what it is. And they bury the lead all the time. Look at Epstein. Boom. Re- kill him on a Saturday. Bury everything. So by Monday, no one gives a fuck about it. Except that's you know. still going on, man. I just but read I'm saying day. it's not headline news barely. It's I, it's yeah, not it's, well, it should be trending everywhere. It's not. It's just I, buried underneath all the other shit. But you look for the story. You have to look I, for. No, it. I do. I, I think I think it depends on who you follow because I part of my Twitter fucking cohort is the Washington Post, L.A. Times, New York Times. 
um, BBC, you know, just a bunch of different news sources and uh, credible ones. Again, organizations that have been around for a long time, they have strong journalistic standards, even if I don't always agree with their coverage. In general, they do a good job of explaining the situation. And Epstein is very much still front and center because there's the potential right now that several hundred incredibly powerful and or rich people uh, will be implicated in documents that are coming out from the trial back in Florida in the early 2000s. Well, yeah, that's why they killed him. Yeah. But those documents are already part of court records, Chris. I know, but and think of if they got the guy on trial. Okay, that is a fair point. But let's also consider the fact that what happened back in the early 2000s uncovered a whole lot of bad shit and included a lot of powerful people. And that information is about to be released over the next couple weeks. I hope so, Uh, and I hope it doesn't get lost. Or, you know, I hope something doesn't weird happen with like, oh, whoops. The guy, uh, everything got lost. I hope they're post everything, you know, yeah, but I don't, I don't think everything can get lost because again, it's already part of court records. It's sealed, but it is now been unsealed by federal courts and is scheduled to be released by the end of September. Good. So, yeah, yeah I mean, there may be some black lines, some redactions on it, um, yeah. But everyone's name that has something to do with it. Probably. <laughs> uh, that sounds accurate with this day and age. But but again, hopefully, you know, that's not the case. And hopefully there's um, some reckonings to be had. I don't care who it is. Whoever was involved needs to fucking go to jail. Oh, it's the very everybody least. that you can ever think of that was in office. Anybody. Republican or Democrat, it doesn't matter. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, the powerful always seem to think they can get away with shit that's illegal for everyone else. Yeah. Um, I hope shit goes down, man. I hope they all get busted. And I hope it sends a shit storm through the Democratic and Republican Party and 90% of them get taken out on each side. That's what I want to happen. I think that's going to happen. If well, I if, can tell you, if everything goes right, I can tell you as it stands right now, um, a whole bunch of Republicans are going to lose their seats in the next election. From every political wind and every evaluation well, of the situation I've seen, they are in for bad times. Well, that, that's uh, what I'm saying. But if the Democrats get busted with all this sexual scandal shit, that might be the point that take them all down. And then they're like, oh, whoops, I guess we can't vote for these people. You know what I mean? What like, I, yeah, yeah, no, what I would like to see is both of those parties lose a lot of power and a lot of other parties pop up so that it's not just Democrats versus Republicans. You know, there needs to be four, eight, 12 viable parties to pick from that all have different, maybe overlapping platforms, but in general are, you know, they've got their own distinct message. Like I want choices. I don't want, you know, Jedi versus Sith 
<laughs> well, I know. But I want, yeah. I want the ability to go, well, yeah, I like this guy on this, but this guy on that and weigh those choices. I, I want, I want options. It shouldn't be just two. Uh, well, yeah, yeah, we know that. But the, um, the, but that's the way it's going to be because that's the only way they can control us is by dividing us between multiple people, between two people or two parties or whatever the fuck, or three parties or whatever the hell, uh, making us think that our, our votes count. But also, I think, I, I hope, like, people get busted for this pedophilia stuff. Like, I hope uh, big name on both sides go down. You know, a Feinstein, Clinton, Trump, uh, they're all child molesters. <laughs> Maybe not. I don't know. But yeah, if it I mean, happens, be careful with the slander. But but um, if it happens, I'm not saying it is. I'm saying if their names pop up and it happens, you know, that oh. would send a ripple through everything, and it would lose the trust of the American people so fast. If you know, if I, if these people get busted for all this shit, I I think I would say that. It, it's a pretty safe assumption that most Americans have lost trust in our government at this point in time. Whether you're conservative or liberal, there's well, whichever <clears throat> way. And uh, I also think that uh, that at the end of the day, and this is something that I've said for a long time, um, the direction of our country is always towards better. And then there are hiccups, there are steps backwards, many steps in some cases, like the current Cheeto that's in office, but um, that at the end of the day, things get better for people. And I just hope that we can all remember that and fucking get back well, to getting better. Well, yeah, it's fine. I'm, I'm happy, you know, right now. You know, I've, the the country doesn't let me down, and uh, I don't let political squabbles affect me as much as a lot of other people. But, you know, but some of it's visible, <clears throat> some not stuff you realize until you open a certain piece of mail or something like that. I don't open my mail; I throw it all out. <laughs> well, <laughs> I don't open my mail. Come on, that's Every, everything's digital. That's an interesting take. <clears throat> yeah, I throw it out. It's all trash mail, man. It's all fucking receipts and you know, I do I pay all my bills digitally. Anything I get in the mail besides the letter, I throw out. You know? It's like buy I'll burn it. Light it all burn it <laughs> all bad. down. That's bad for the environment, Chris. <clears throat> oh do sorry. That. I'll I'll oxygenate it. Or uh uh what would they do it? I don't know. I'll humidor it. <laughs> all my mail. <laughs> You gonna put it with your cigars? <clears throat> yeah. Used. Okay. Yeah, I'll put it with my all my cigars, and then that'll be it. <laughs> if you say so. <clears throat> yeah, but um, I think uh, the election coming up is gonna be insanely weird. Oh, uh, I think we're fucking sure. I think it's, it's gonna going be to one be of the most interesting ones. I think it's gonna be one of the most interesting elections we've ever had. <clears throat> It'll be a bad acid trip. Bad I acid trip. I think it'll be, yeah. I, I don't even watch the stuff. I don't, you know, I don't watch the debates. I for, I didn't even watch the Democratic debates. I didn't. Watch I don't. Watch, 
you know. I don't watch debates. I read summaries and I read transcripts because I don't even read those. I'm like whatever. Well, yeah, I, I like to know what's going on. I like to know who stands for what. I like to research the people that I may be voting for. You know, so because um, I will vote, I will exercise my right until I can't anymore. Um, but you know, I. Debates televised to me always feel like football games, and I'm not interested in watching a football game. I know you don't listen to Joe Rogan, but listen to Joe Rogan with Bernie Sanders. Yeah, it's good. You might like if you like Bernie Sanders. See, I am, mm, I am ambivalent to Bernie. Like, well, uh, well, that's what I'm saying. But it's a third party guy, besides the other two. I'm not he's saying not, I don't. I don't agree with him. I don't give a fuck about Bernie Sanders. But I'm just saying for somebody you you might like him. Well, no, I'm familiar with his platform. I'm familiar with his philosophy. I, I'm familiar with his voting record too. I've read about Bernie for years because he did well in the 2016 election. He'll be and dead by 2020, but still. Yeah, he's old as fuck. He's, but he's fucking my, ragged. My uh, <clears throat> well, so my my main issue with with bernie is that i don't know he is not a democrat he is an independent he should not be running on a democratic ticket for president he's doing that for expediency's sake and that's always made me question his motives like if he was a true independent he should run an independent candidacy uh, as green party or some other party or by himself like Ross Perot did whatever but don't Ross Perot is hilarious yeah he really is <clears throat> he died recently yeah he was hilarious uh he was funny so, man yeah but my my point is like I, I like some of Bernie's policies but he's not my guy I don't know. No, 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 no politician is my guy. That's the problem with me. I hate both sides, even the Green Party. They all suck. Yeah. That's my problem. I will say, uh, at this point, I lean towards Warren as uh, my vote, for the primary at least. Um, I don't lean towards any. Yeah, I'll, no, I'll vote. We... I'll vote, but it doesn't really matter in California because, you know, it's a, it's a blue state. You know, who the Democrats going to win, whoever the fuck it is. Right. You but, know what I mean? So the point in June, uh, well, I think it's June. I, I know our state's talking <clears throat> about moving it, but the primary, Chris, is when you get to pick which Democrat goes up against fucking Cheeto. Hold on. And so in the middle of... I'm podcasting. You there? Yeah, go. Go ahead. Um, I was just going to say, in, in the middle of June... You're picking the person who's going to be Trump's opponent. And to me, that's important. I, I want my vote to count there, again, as you said, uh, more than in the general election because California is going to go blue. And um, it doesn't matter as much there. But I want the person I like to be up against Trump. Nah. Right? So I like Warren. In the, in the primary in June, I'm going to vote for Warren. I hope she wins. I think... She's the most credible candidate. I think she would make a fantastic president. And fucking go get him, Lady Tiger. But I don't give a um, fuck about her either. I don't care about any of these people. 
Right. But that's to me, uh, the primary is, is what matters because that's determining who is going to be running. Okay. For the actual presidency. Um, so, you know, there's people I like, I don't care for Bernie though. And I don't care for Biden. There's other people I like and hopefully one of them makes it. We'll see. Once again, with your favorite band, or Skip's favorite band. Oh, yeah. Diantvert. Diantvert. Or Vi... What is it? They're entertaining. Diantvert. They're coming to the Bay Area soon. I'm thinking hmm. about... I'm thinking about... <laughs> I'm like, maybe I'll go check them out. Yeah, I don't know if I could sit through a show of them, but the song here and there is all right. (laughs) I think it'd be a funny show. Uh, I'd go. I'm trying to think of where they're playing. I don't know. I forget. They're playing somewhere local. Maybe uh, not Shoreline. They're probably playing Warfield or something like that. Yeah, I'd, I'd say so. Something along the, the lines of Warfield size. Okay, where is this? Um... I don't think they could fill a big arena. Uh, I don't know. Maybe they're world famous. Okay. Uh, oh, where? Damn it. Okay. After Chappie. Okay, the last movie I'm doing right now. Here we go. It's Tony K. Hey. I'll do this one. Now we do this one. Hey, your phone's ringing. What? My phone's ringing? Why? It's your niece. She's calling from two weeks in the past. What? But she's already dead in my future. But no. She can call your cell phone from the past an unexplained phenomenon in a movie called Don't Let Go. Don't let go. After a man's family dies in what appears to be a murder. It is a murder, but it appears to everyone shot in the back with a shotgun. <laughs> what appears to be a murder. What appears to be a murder. He gets a phone call from one of the dead. His niece. He's not sure. She's a ghost? Or he's going mad. I know what you did last summer. But as it turns out, he's not. Who the fuck wrote this one? (laughs) Oh my god. Oh, written by Anonymous, of course. You don't want to give out your fucking name for that shit. <clears throat> oh, that's hilarious, right? Okay. Uh, no, a five out of five. Five out of five. Okay, so yeah. He's getting calls from his dead niece. So he's like the uncle, the parents, his brother. No, uh, yeah, his brother and his sister-in-law, they're just deadbeats, you know, dealing drugs. And they're like, oh, 
He's co- in, in the he's a cop. He's a detective, ironically. And then like the opening scene is like, hey, calling her uncle to pick her up because her parents haven't. Like, yeah, my parents haven't picked me up yet. You know, she's like sitting at a bus station. <laughs> it's like 13, 14 years old. Oh, my parents haven't picked me up yet. Um, can you come get me? So yeah, so they have a bond, and then some shit that the dad gets into gets the whole family killed. The the dad literally has like twenty kilos of coke under his bed. <laughs> you know, uh, yeah. So so you see her killed at least multiple times. She's shot in the back in one scenario. One timeline, she's shot in the back while she's in her room. Another timeline, she's dead in the tub. Uh, the parents are both dead. <clears throat> um, what else did they have? Uh, I think that was it for them. They're done. The, uh, but the, the movie itself, it was an original idea, I guess. It was like frequency, but like a black frequency. You know, it was all black cast. Oh, starring. Oh, it's like, <laughs> it's like an all black cast and the first one starring. Brandon Mann, Detective Roger Lee. <clears throat> okay, so starring uh, David Oiello. David Oiello. Uh, and uh, McAtee Williams. McAtee Williams. Basically, cool. Bubba from Forrest Gump. Okay. <clears throat> Should just lead with that. He's all you got. I was trying to pronounce his name. You got a, uh, you got full shrimp. You got three shrimp, five shrimp. You got sautéed shrimp. You got sycophrax shrimp. Uh, so he turns out to be the bad guy. Uh, I'm gonna kill your family, shrimp. Uh, I'm gonna punch your family in the face, shrimp. Don't make me do this, shrimp. I'm going to kill you in the face, shrimp. Like, why do you keep saying shrimp after everything? I don't know, shrimp. That's just the way it is, shrimp. You know what I mean, shrimp? So anyway, shrimp, we're going to do this type of shit, shrimp. I'm going to shoot you in the face, shrimp. I'm going to kill your daughter, shrimp. Then I'm going to kill your wife, shrimp. And then I'm going to kill you, shrimp, because I need that cocaine, shrimp. <laughs> Come on Did now, really shrimp. Shrimp every other word? <clears throat> What's you saying, shrimp? No, he didn't say shrimp. <laughs> but he should have. It would have made his character a lot more uh, menacing. He was the detective. Oh, no, now I'm the bad guy. Uh-oh. Um, the little girl was Storm Reed as Ashley. She was all right. Uh, let me see. Daniel R. Lawson as Diner Patson, whoever the fuck that is. I don't know. So this movie was okay. It was like a detective story. She was like, oh, write an X on the inside of the barn with spray paint. Okay, bam. <clears throat> then he looks at it, and then the X is there. So she's two weeks in the future. Or the past, right? What? No, <laughs> I don't know. I didn't watch the movie. <clears throat> So if he's like write an X in the barn and then it will be there when I look at it. So he's in the future. Right? Because she wrote it in the past so it will show up in the future, right? That would make sense. Yeah, okay. So she's two weeks in the past and he's in the future. So he's like, oh, 
It's right there, the X. And then they're sitting at the same uh, table at one point, and they, she puts gum under the table. He reaches under, grabs it. And then she puts a note on it. Bam, grabs it, and they're talking on the cell phone the whole time. So, so the, the link is the cell phone. That's the link in this. So it's interesting that way. It was a lot better than I thought it would be for one of these type movies. So let's see. What do I rate this fracking thing? Uh, it's not bad, but it's not great. Two to five ear holes, two to five eye holes, two to five shots in the back. Yeah, the daughter just gets shot in the back. It's pretty brutal. Uh, I finished. Uh, <laughs> <clears throat> oh, I rewatched the Blair Witch movie. Three to five eye holes, three to five ear holes, four to five shaky cams and snot noses. Shaky cam snot noses. The movie that uh, made everyone think they could be an independent filmmaker. <laughs> All we have to do is shake a camcorder. All we have to do is go out in the woods, guys, and yell. Come on, we'll make $5 million also. <laughs> uh, now, from watching it again, it, it was a, it's a good movie, man, for what it is. You know, real simple. Holy shit, is, my, is that Antvert still going on? I don't know. I'm getting a little uh, bit of chop there. I got it. Um, yeah, so... Let's see. Uh, I don't know. What was I saying? Oh, Blair Witch. Yeah. It was good. Uh, watching it again after playing the game all the way through, finishing it. Uh, I won't ruin the ending of the Blair Witch game if you want to find out, but a lot of people won't even play it. Oh, I'm sure it's already everywhere on the internet. Uh, well, yeah, all the walkthroughs. But uh, DMC5, I finished that game. That's on Game Pass. Devil May Cry 5. Uh, it's fun. It was a fun little button masher game. You know, just walked all the way through it. Have three different characters. At one point, I was dancing like Michael Jackson. I had a... Uh, <clears throat> like, my, once my guy was super powered up, you have three different guys. A guy with one arm, a guy with a tiger, and a, a, a fucking crow, and all this other weird shit. <laughs> but, uh, okay. but once you're Dante, you have a... Th- uh, he, uh, I soup them all up, and I got a, a three-quarter staff. So when he's spinning around, I was like, what, 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 You know, he's doing Bruce Lee shit with it. And then he has a, he has a hat, and he did a Michael Jackson dance with it. <laughs> really? So, a white fedora? Well, I'm th- yeah, I'm throwing hats on fucking, on the creatures. So the creatures are, like, there's this three-headed dog. I threw hats on it. Okay. So... I have no idea what the fuck I was doing, man. I was running around, and at one point I had motorcycles, half motorcycles. So I'm like, boom, swinging down with one half of the motorcycle and swinging down with the other half. So it's all, you know, just crazy combos. I got an achievement for 60 minutes in the air. (laughs) (laughs) Like in one hang time? Well, no, uh, throughout the whole game, I achieved 60 minutes of airtime, which is a lot if you think about it. Well, you're right, yeah. (laughs) An hour in jumps, sure. Yeah, an hour in air. Not jumps, just because you do a lot of floating combos. You know, you grab the people, hit them in the air, grab another person, hit them in the air. 
And the, the announcer that's like, oh, uh, what is it? I got a bunch of S's. So they're like, uh, bummer or awesome. Or I forget the S, what the S's were, but whatever. Uh, oh, Dave Chappelle special real quick. Uh, four to five ear holes, four to five uh, good jokes. Uh, funny, man. Watch Sticks and Stones. Yeah, if on Netflix. I'm, yes. uh, I'm interested. I just haven't gotten around to it yet. Yeah, it's great. It, it's funny shit, man. It's Dave Chappelle being old school Dave Chappelle. Uh, let's see. What else did I want to rate? Uh, Righteous Gemstones is really good. Keep watching that. Uh, what else was I watching this weekend? Oh, no. Control. I'm uh, almost... I'm like halfway through Control. The That's a great game. Right now, I have... I have all of the powers. I just got uh, Levitate. And then I have... I have... Uh, yeah, Levitate, Float. No, Levitate. And then I have um, Spin, which is a machine gun on my gun. And then I have uh, Pierce, which is like a sniper rifle shot. Uh... Yeah, so I can like float up in the air and dash around. Or float up, hover, shoot down at people now. Uh it's great, man. It's very much it's like a fringe type office building, multiple dimensions. It's weird. And hmm. all all this time there's people just mumbling. I was telling Clint, like I don't know what you do. Like sedated fucking peanuts. Yes. <clears throat> well, people are sedated, floating in the air. All the office workers, and they're mumbling in unison, and you can barely like tell what they're saying. But after hmm. a while, you get used to it. And at first, it creeps you out. But then after a while, you're running through the. It's just nothing. He's like, do 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 do. It's it's weird how you get used to it. <laughs> Yeah, Remedy Game. Uh, there's an Alan Wake Easter egg in there. So Alan Wake is part of this fucking place. Uh, because there's people, there's places where you, there's powers that come from these objects, right, in this facility. So you mm-hmm. get, that's how you get all your powers. You, 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 know, you go through puzzles and grab the objects. So one of the objects is a page from Alan Wake's papers. And oh, interesting. And it shows him like a like a almost like a video projection of him going like uh once I walked out and went into the forest and that one time so it actually shows him making the game. So he, he is part of this universe. Interesting. Which is weird, right? For the- yeah, I mean Alan Wake came out with the three sixty, right? So yeah. it's like Ten years old, at least. Yeah, it's an Easter egg that you have to find when you get certain powers. You have to float mm-hmm. and levitate to it. It's not that hard to find. It's just right around a corner, but you have to float and levitate to it sort of decently. You can't be like, whoops, and you fall. Uh-huh. But yeah. Uh, I think it's going to be cool. So, all right. So, we should get out of here. Uh, unless. No. Uh, let me see. Where did it go? Yeah, I think I got that. So, yeah. This week, It and Gears 5, guys. Finally. 
Uh, it's getting huge ratings everywhere. Uh, all the PlayStation people are trying to push it down. It should be getting a 90 on Metacritic. It's at like 86 right now, which is pretty good for Metacritic. Well, everyone, you know Chris <clears throat> is going to be masturbating furiously from like Thursday till Sunday. So, Well, this is for the only the uh, hardcore Gears fans that are getting this version. Mm-hmm. If you have, if you bought uh, Gears of, if you bought uh, Game Pass Ultimate, which I did for a dollar when it was on sale, now I'm going to be able to play Gears Ultimate Edition for a dollar. Nifty. What? Uh, what? <laughs> come on! Or, come on! I'm not the Gears fanatic. It's you are. me, Marcus Phoenix. I'll see you on the battlefield. It's me. What? All right, so go, go ahead. Who are our friends? Uh, let's see. We've got uh, everyone over at BatSquadNetwork.com. Go check them out. Um, who else? That's uh, it. Horribly Awkward Podcast. Here's a Noise Podcast. Uh Horrible Gamers podcast. Yeah, Horrible Gamers. Yeah, I played a little bit with um, Jesus Walks a Lot and uh, Pinpoint Red from uh, GF and G podcast. Mm. Good fucking games. Ah, gotcha. Uh, Geek (laughs) Dig podcast. Ice in the Face, The Offensive Line. Um, Who else, Chris? Paint It Black podcast. Uh, Yeah, Paint It Black. They're still doing their thing. They just put out a brand new show this week. Yep, saw that. Growing Up, Not Growing Old, Big Papa Podcast. Yep, Geek Day. Uh, Fifth Fifth Cast. I think that's it, guys. (laughs) Bring colors on the map. We say break the line. Chew the fat. Keep moving out into the gap. Classic Thompson twins, guys. Okay, we're out of here. Later, later. Later. Say, break the line, chew the fat, keep moving out into the gap.